This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to this week in ITFC history. My name's David Diamond and I'll be here each and every week alongside the man of a million spreadsheets, author of IpswichTownStats.com, top ITF's historian. Ladies and gents, it's a renegade stat man. Easy. Easy, you're still on that. I'll I'll do it one more time, easy. Okay. No, that's it, that's it. You're right, mate. I am, I am. Um, We're going to be looking back at the names, the games, the wins, draws, and the losses that occurred this week in ITFC history. Statman, what's been happening, mate? Well, I've been in the shed with the stat machine. Right. And I have added a gnome's head. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. I was walking home, somebody had a gnome put out the front of their garden. You haven't and pinched picked... it from the front garden, oh, no. have you? I salvaged it, but I dropped it. Was so... it a skip? No, it was like in their garden. Oh, yeah, that's the, not well, salvage, that's, that's pinched. Well, no, it was right at the front of their garden. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, I dropped it, so I just had the head, but it actually sort of looked quite good on it. Yeah, that, I don't think, yeah, and, and you've painted it, you've gone to the trouble of painting it blue and white exactly. as well, I see. Well, the beard was easy because it was already blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It was a Smurf gnome. A Smurf gnome. Anyway, where is the aforesaid stat machine taking us this week? Right, so we're the 18th to 24th of October. Right. Coming into it if you're a parent. Uh, cool. Coming into clocks half, about, half term week. Half, oh, Christ, you're right. Yeah, clocks are about to change. We'll be going to those games on a Saturday and the clocks will go back. Well, actually, when when is it when you... There's some point in the season, well, clearly there is some point in the season, when you come out of the game and you go, oh, blimey, it's dark. Yeah. And yeah. then a little bit later in the year, you'll go, God, blimey, it's light. Yeah, no, it, it will. That is that first... Perhaps the yeah you know it was the floodlights come on on a Saturday before the end of the game yeah it's yeah we're getting only about another so month yeah eighteenth of October twenty fourth and it's getting a bit chilly so I'm I'm kind of wearing a brown jumper and brown trousers yeah why why are you wearing a brown jumper and brown trousers well one of these games um <laughs> is what the manager wore so we're looking at what, <laughs> really? yeah the manager wore a brown jumper and brown trousers 
Okay. Um, which was quite... All right. Well I, well, I can't wait for that yeah, one then. Well, actually, okay. nor, nor can I, it was brilliant at the <laughs> end. Um, so we're going to go to 2003-04, right. classic season. Joe Royal is in charge, 21st of October. Don't don't tell me goals are plenty. Goals are plenty. People at home are going to say, "Go on, just say it." We want to we want to hear. We want to talk about this game because for me, it's one of the best away games we've ever been to. Yeah, I remember so the game. Well, here's a score. Uh, yeah, you know, let's go for the score. Yeah, so it was Crystal Palace three, Ipswich Town four. And I think once we get to it, the last goal was one of the best goals celebrated. It was a, it was a pile up. It was a mash up pile up of players, wasn't it? Oh, brilliant! It was but superb. It, but so, we were. Crap for the first part of this oh, game. Terrible defending. 15, yeah. 16 minutes with 2 0 down. Yeah. I think Andy Johnson might have got. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a great player. For, yeah. Actually, he played for England. England, and then his career just. I think knee injuries and stuff at yeah. Fulham and stuff. Yeah, good player. Yeah, AJ. I think he also scored for Birmingham against us in that oh, League Cup. 4 anyway. 1. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we were we were we were two 0 down after sixteen minutes, but then uh Richard Naylor, who we know from earlier pods, was the uh, most sub uh, most sub sub most you <laughs> substitute. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yes, yeah. We'll, yeah have to, it. we'll have to perfect that bit. <laughs> yes. Um so he, he pulled one back. It was a it was a header from uh Majilton's corner. Yeah, we liked the corner. Oh he did, yeah. And you know, bam bam coming in, header, yeah. bang. No fear. Yeah. It's... They should do T shirts with that one. Yeah, that could catch on. Yeah. Bam bam. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. And then he's uh, then he scored another one just before half time. Um, there was a, I think it was a rebound. Magilton had a free kick, went to Jermaine Wright, who I think hit the post or something, rebounded back to Naylor, and I think he he stuck it in. Yeah, and it, it's it's two two. Um, when you think about the terrible start that we've had, mm. most town fans there were thinking, I will tell you what, we've got out of jail here. Um, but there was we knew there were still goals in this game. Um, second half. There were no goals until the 78th minute. Um, and then Coango. Yeah, always known as Coango yeah, to us. He, he put us 3-2 up yeah. to send the away fans mad. Yeah. We were spilling onto the pitch at Selhurst Park. I saw, yeah, I wasn't near the front. But what I can remember was that we were under a bit of pressure on, after that. We were 3-2, we, although we went 3-2 up, but it was typical Royal, you know, typical Royal performance that, yeah, pressure. And I think there were several near misses. But 89th minute stat. Well, 88th minute, um, Doogie Freeman got a penalty to make it 3 all. Oh, sorry, yes, he did. Sorry, yeah, yeah no, yeah, he did. Right, no, yeah. yeah, we invited it. Oh, no, it's going to yeah, sorry. Right, yeah, 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 so you were right. You, yeah. We were under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. 89th minute, Doogie Freeman scores 3 3, and we're thinking, oh, well. Yeah. If oh, you're 2 0 well. down we'll after take, 20 minutes. Take a point. We'll take, take a point. Along. Take a point. Um, and then it's interesting because what I remember about this game was that um, Doogie Freeman went on to. Uh, I've kind of lost my little notes here. Doogie Freeman went on the uh, the the pitch at the well, stayed on the pitch went to the for the kick off and him and Jim had a few words. Yeah, well, Jim was a bit yeah. fire, fiery. Um, and so I was lucky enough to get a response from the great Jim Jilton on Twitter when I said to him, "What what did he what did he say to Seriously? you?" Yeah, yeah. And so there you go. Jim Jim said um, apparently uh, Doogie Freeman said um, that'll do now, Jim. And ah. he told him, yeah. Jim told him to do one, yeah, and that we were going to go for it, yeah, or worse to that effect. What a goal! Was laughing that? emoji face, crying. Um, and guess what? Jim was spot on because in the 89th minute, who pops up? Shefty, 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 wasn't it? Shefty Coochie, Shefty, yeah, always um, known as Shefty. And tell us about that celebration. Oh, the celebration! Well, I remember the goal. Was it, was the goal we sort of pumped forward to? Yeah. I mean, he, he sort of. Uh, 
the keeper was coming out and he got he gets his toe into it first. That's right, yeah. Almost one of those slow motion ones that sort of yeah. bounces over the keeper in. Chob, and a chob. A chob. It was yeah. not quite yeah. a Paborski yeah. chob. It yeah. wasn't the chob. But um and um oh, it was just a pile up in front of the town fans, isn't yeah. it? Absolutely superb. Absolutely I mean, superb. Shefty, Shefty was still on. If you if you're thinking that we call him Shefty, then you have to listen to earlier pods. Yeah, that's what we're going to call him there. And Kawango. Um, yeah, and Kawango. Yeah, and because um, Kawango is Kanago. He is for that. Yeah. Yep. I, oh, God, I don't know. Some people are at home thinking I never oh, wonder who Kawango uh, was. We got you know. We should have had him in the ninety one ninety two season. Those were the days. That iconic. Uh, fanzine cover yeah. with Kawamia in, in red where it said you know in orange where it said you know you've been, been tangoed, tangoed but we should have had Kawango playing for us then you know you have um, been Coochie um, he was on loan then I think yeah, yeah. I seem to remember his first game he scored against Watford away I think we won 2-1 Magilton yeah. might have scored yeah, yeah Magilton scored a lovely free kick yes he did game, yeah. and Little I think dink Believe, yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. so, and I think I think Coochie got the uh, I think Coochie got the winner. But look, just looking at it here, you know, fifth successive win, eight wins in nine league games. We've started this sort of on a roll. We there, were on we? a roll, and you know, we we, we know where two thousand and three <clears throat> four is going. But yeah, you know, you always say about the wins, the losses, the draws. So this week, um, we have to balance it out because yeah, we do. The other week we didn't. So we're going to be. I I love this game and I hate this game. And if you follow oh, me on Twitter, you know why yeah. I love this game. But yeah. yeah, so we're going back to the 23rd of October 2012. Now, if you look at the stat machine, it's got a tail and its tail's wagging because it knows what's going to happen. Paul Jewell was our manager. Yep. it was a, We were in the championship. It was a Tuesday night and we were at home to Nigel Clough's Derby. He's had a few teams, hasn't he? He has, yeah. Most of them have been the same team. Has he been like a... Has he tried to emulate his dad, but not doing very well? But you know, he's been at Derby. I think he was at Forest. Yes, I think Derby, Forest, and and, and Burton. I think yeah, that's it, and clearly it? won the Euro- European Cup twice as well with those teams. Uh, obviously no. has, obviously um, has. Fifteen thousand four hundred and seventeen <laughs> fans packed yeah, in to watch starting Jewel out. Um, put us in. Well, he didn't put us into a lead, but um, DJ Dudley Junior Campbell. Yep. Twenty fourth minute. Yep. Played with a number five on his back. Yep. Very odd. I don't like that. I'm, I'm still a bit... You know, I get the squad numbers. Don't give me You're that, a traditionalist at heart. Yeah, but, that. you know, number nine's up front. Yeah. Number, number five's a centre-half. Yeah, was, I don't know. Was he lucky number? I don't know where, where, where quite that came um, from. And we had a really, really strong start in this game. Like I said, we went 1-0 we went up, um, you know, take the lead. But then Theo Robinson equalises after a Stephen Henderson error. Yeah, don't, don't, re- no. don't recall that. For me, that's that's not the memory that sticks out in the game because I thought Henderson was a decent keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did really, really well. Yeah. Um, second half, uh, we start that terrible thing of being a bit clueless, like we had in the previous games. I think you know, whole city away, and yeah. Um, Nathan Tyson, <clears throat> I've got a late winner. I'm thinking ninety. 90 plus or it whatever. Was, it was. Um, you think we've got? I can't remember with... whether he started. Connor Salmon played up front for them. Okay, and he had an. Excellent game, Fan- yeah. fantastic game. Um, Nathan Tyson stepped up and stuck the ball in the back of the net. So that probably sent us to the bottom, did it? Or yeah. were we already bottom? I don't know. Probably no, I, I, I think we did go. I think we were bottom because I think Peterborough might have won at the weekend. Or oh, okay. I can't remember. There was something that I, we we were at the bottom anyhow. Yeah, yeah. Um, now there are very very few opposition goals that I celebrate. But I'll put my hand up at this point. Right. I got up in the Sir Ralph Ramsey stand. And he clapped. And I laughed and I clapped because I thought, 
Thank goodness. Yeah. Jewel has gone. And you were pretty much... It, it was, our, you know, our 11th match without a win. We hadn't won at home all season. Um, and we were bottom of the table. And the press conference, Jewel didn't turn up. No. He was watching a DVD. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was he watching? Do we know? Well, he made a few DVDs, apparently. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's all I'm yeah. saying. But I had a look to see. Allegedly. Yeah, I went I went to have a look back in time to see what DVD was re- released around that time. Go on. And actually, on the 23rd of October, <laughs> and this is what I think he was watching. Oh, it was a classic Titanic? film. No, it was <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Okay, right. So what I'm guessing was this was set in the time of Abraham Lincoln, and he was hunting vampires. <laughs> The name just gives it away, yeah. doesn't it? The um, name gives that away. Apparently there was a lot at stake. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he got it in the neck a bit. He did. Yeah. He, he, um, yeah. So, you know, if you're at home, you can think of whatever, whatever other DVDs that he was um, he was watching. Now, he, he finished... We, we spoke a couple of weeks ago about um, George Burley's last game. Now, if you compare Burley's stats as a manager to Jules, well, you know, it's... It, it, just, it, just, it just wasn't a success, was 80, it? 85 it matches, really. 29 wins. Yeah. Surprised me it was that high. Yeah. 18 draws. Well, that killed us. Yeah. Um, 38 losses. Yeah, and and had it gone, I, we would have, yeah, had it gone on much longer, say even till Christmas, you know, certain, uh, yeah, certain clubs stick it out. I think that would have been it. I don't think we'd have come back from that, but what we all I, know what happened. What I liked was that Chris Hutchins um, obviously did the press conference because, you know, he, he was watching yep. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Yeah. And Chris Hutchings said, I love this quote, um, he clearly hadn't spoken to anybody, um, we're bottom of the league, but we're going about our jobs <laughs> Unless we're told otherwise. How many games do we think he had his caretaker stat? One. Yeah, just the one. And the worst game ever. What one was it? Sheffield Wednesday at home, 3 0 on a Saturday. Ooh, Ross Barkley. Oh, we were terrible. Yeah, Ross Barkley. Barkley, yeah. absolutely. Oh, that was men, men. Adults against children, I think, oh, is the PC God, thing it was. to say. Yeah, now, you're yeah. right. I remember yeah. now. Um, so, oh, yeah. Clearly, just yeah, we after that. We won't bother with that game. No. That week. no we'll, we'll skip that. But clearly, um, Joel was soon told that. Um, he, come on. He, he was not going to be about doing Come on, stat. We've, we've been on a high, Crystal Palace. We've yeah. been on a low, Derby. Come on, the next one's got to be a high, hasn't oh, it? Oh, I tell you, you, you're going to like this. Come on. Um, 1973-74. Yep. 24th of October, UEFA Cup, second round. It's okay. a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. We are at home yeah, too. Yeah, Now, we go back to the old, um, to hit the mic there, we go back to uh, Football Italia. Now, I know that the guy on there at the beginning, you know, he used to go... Like I said, if you listen to this pod, you know that I'm rubbish. It is, yeah. Um, What goes on by the Beatles? No, it's um, you know the football Italian music. He used to go Calinato Italiano. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they always end it with going Golazio. Golazio. Well, I thought they did say Golazio. All right, no, no, isn't Golazio. But for about six years, I thought they were saying Golazio. No. So we are playing Lazio. Golazio. Golazio. And we are well. Sir Alf Ramsey's in the stand. He's coming along as England manager to watch, Mm -hmm. and one man put on a bit of a show for him. It was Trevor Weimark, wasn't he? He got all four. I think one of three. The first time of the three occasions, I think he scored. He scored four goals in a in a game for Ipswich, and what you know, UEFA Cup, um, you know, big, 
Lazio, I believe, when they that year they actually won Serie A that year they for did. the very, yeah. very first yeah. time. So it was a hell of a result. Um, Do they call it the Scudetto? Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah, he um, is that the trophy? I think so. I think that's what it is. Yeah, someone will no doubt correct us. Yeah. But I, I remember all these goals not being that spectacular because he did score some hell of a goals for us. But I think he a, a, a lot of run. like close range goals yeah. and a couple bundled in, and he was just there. He just he just had one of those nights. He was obviously in, in the right place at the right time. Before we talk about the goals, Mick Lambert had a had a great game. He did. I think I think he probably had about two. You know, although I yeah. said a lot of these goals were close range goals from memory, I think Lambert may have even had two or three assists. Yeah, there? I think Mills. Possibly assisted the first one, which was down right. the left header in front of the Churchman's. Yep. Um, keeper, he had a shot just before half time, hit it from the outside of the box. Did he well, follow it up? Just kind of keeper did the. Do you remember Jimmy Greaves and Ian St. John? And Greaves, he always used to talk about Scottish goalkeepers. And oh, stuff, yeah. yeah. And they'd show a little segment. Well, if so you ever he, saw that, he did an impression he went of down a Scottish And the ball went, sort of went down in over his, him. Yeah. Went down in installments. Um, yeah, I can remember 2 0 down at half time. Do they still do installments? Does that still happen? What do you mean? Went down in direct debits. Oh, now. went down in direct debits. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that went, would be the one. Went, yeah, yeah, went down in. Yeah. Um, second one was a close shot. I think um, Hamilton or or Lambert were close by, and I yep. think. And then the fourth goal, I think again it might have been Hamilton. He had a shot. I think it came off the back of the Lazio defender, and it just fell to him. And, and everything that he did that night, it was, was he. Fantastic. It was like opportunist goals. He yeah. was just there on the spot, um, like like any good forward. So by that time, nineteen seventy three, he was a uh, you know England under twenty, England under twenty three, fairly regular. Well, probably seventy two. So yeah, he'd have been fairly regular along with Beatty and also David Johnson. I think all three of them were playing for England under twenty threes back then. They uh, were, you know, looking <laughs> back, you know, reading reading about the game, and and you can still see this game on on YouTube and yeah. you see it. Um, the Lazio were oh. quite rough, but not not as much as was going to happen, and we might cover that in future. No, in game, they were. I mean, David Johnson got a particularly bad injury where he got, uh, I think, he got kicked in the kicked in the groin and, um, and had to be had to be sewn back up. I believe it, it, it was quite bad. And then the the Simpsons uh, Simpsons paid homage to that, where they had one of their they did one where a filmmaker had come into Springfield and they did um, a man got hit football in the groin. Oh, right. This was kicking the groin, but yeah. Very, very similar. It was very nasty. And apparently, back in those days, hence was the um, the how the Ipswich board was under the cobbles. There's quite a famous story where, in the week, a couple of days after the game, he comes in. And I don't know if you know this story. There's a, oh, did you not know? No, this no, story? no, no, no. Yeah. There's a uh, a board meeting going on, and he's walking past the boardroom, and they see him. Say, David, David, come in. How are you? Know how's the injury? And he said, "Oh, you'll have a look. I'll show you for myself where he." Exposed yeah. himself on the right, boardroom. No, no, on the boardroom table. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's just how the club was in uh, so in he, those days. He, so he's uh, he's our centre forward. So it's probably equivalent of David McGoldrick uh, showing it to Marcus Evans, probably yeah. now. Yeah, let's yeah. not let's not imagine that. Great, too much. great, great, great. Still another great cobble well, sort it, of story, really. Um, I mean, so much so, and this was stoked for the away leg by um, just before the away leg. Obviously, Lazio's great rivals, Roma. <laughs> Uh, presented Weimark with a plaque in honour of his four goals they at Portman did, yeah. Road, which I think was a bit of a catalyst for the uh, everything that sort look, of was to kick off. If you look at the fourth goal, I think you know where it came off the the back of the Lazio defender and, and Weimark sticks it in. That their players just go mad, surrounding the ref, yeah. pushing yeah. the ref. Yeah. One of them rather sneakily, and I like this. He doesn't push the ref. He pushes his own player into <laughs> okay. the ref, and we always used to do that when we were at school. Remember, they used to like, <laughs> yeah. push someone, and I yeah, think it's someone yeah. kneel behind them, and yeah. 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 it wasn't me. Yeah. Um, he, um, 
Yeah, no, that set the tone. And I think I think we'd been warned. I believe Arsenal had played Lazio in Europe a season or two before and had said, I think Bertie Mee was the Arsenal manager and had said to Robson, look, you know, Robson had, um, so Bobby had sort of said, you know, we're going to Lazio. He said, oh, you know, just be wary. It's a, it's a hellhole and it could all, you know, I think they had similar issues when Arsenal played there a couple of seasons before. But I was just looking through the Lazio side and um, yeah, one played? Well, yeah, one person of note was their big centre forward, who I think really did literally kick off in the second leg, was a guy called Giorgio Canalia, who was an Italian uh, centre forward. I think he actually scored a hat-trick in the away leg. But again, we're in the spoiler alert, we won't tell you what the oh. actual score was. Yeah. Um, um, played a few times for Italy, I think played in the 1974 World Cup. But more famously, after playing for Lazio, um, joined, joined the mini exodus to what was the sort of, the it was called the, NA, the NASL back then, the North American Soccer League. And he played, well, he played with a couple of illustrious players at New York Cosmos being um, oh. Pele and Franz Beckenbauer. And what I didn't realise, did a little bit of digging here, and uh, played there till 1983. Um, I mean, I don't think the standard was that great then. Hence, you see the George Best goal when he literally beats everybody in the opposition team. Um, 193 goals, 213 games, oh. and he was actually, in 2000, he was inducted into the National Soccer Hall of Fame. Now, I think... George Okanalia. So, New York Cosmos, mm-hmm. Cosmos, mm-hmm. whatever. I think they're still around. Oh, really? Because the other day, they played against Jacksonville Armada. And I oh, that's, thinking, that, that's Daryl's team, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so Daryl, if you're listening, tell us if the North American Soccer League still... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you. And are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITSE match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Take, you know, carries on, but yeah, New York Cosmos were still playing, but they're not in the MLS, right? No, he used to be. I mean, I remember those teams like there was yeah. New York Cosmos. Um, I remember Tampa we, Bay Roadies, Tampa Bay Roadies. I remember Alan Brazil taking it um, in the close season, going to play with Trevor Francis at Detroit Express and teams like that. Vancouver Whitecaps, Vancouver Whitecaps, Tyson, Tyson yeah, of course, Trevor Weimark, I think, as well. Now, there's, there's a funny story <clears> about you know, Trevor Weimark scored four, yeah, but the game that the day didn't start off. 
that good for him. So they they had a little bit of training in the morning. Yeah. And I think they finished with um, some, from what I gather, nothing very exciting or whatever. Yeah. Um, so training the day of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I think so. Okay. Been, well, yeah, light training. Before, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, a bit of light training. Yeah. And um, they, the, the ball, they were playing a, a little bit of, a, you know, technical, looking at some techniques and some tactics and yeah. stuff like that. And an attack happened. And it very easily broke down, and the player just kicked the ball away. Right. And Bobby was there, and they started again. I think players were a little bit frustrated, and then it happened again. Play broke down again, fell to Weimark. He then kicks it, and then guess what happens? Go on. Bobby then makes a point to Trevor Weimark to go and get the ball. All right. And Trevor Weimark's not happy. Okay. And so Bobby's telling him to get the ball, and so he finally... Not, I'm not going, boss. Yeah. Yeah, you, you will go, because I'm the boss. And I think it was, you know, awkward... Awkward looks from the other players, yeah. Anyway, he went to go and get the ball, and he came back. And as soon as he came back, Robson went, yeah, training's finished. Um, so he was quite annoyed by that. <laughs> he was so annoyed um, that uh, he was in such a bad mood that he went home to his wife. Now, at the time, Centre Spot Restaurant wasn't built. Pre-match meals were not done by the club. You know, these players now are getting their pasta and all their different things. So he went home, and his wife said, what am I going to do for tea? He was so annoyed, he, he, he told her that he, or he asked her that he would like um, toad in the hole. <laughs> right? roly-poly. Yeah, with, with all the trimmings, roast <laughs> potatoes and stuff. And that's what he had. So wow. he had that before the game. And then the players had to turn up at, before the game looking quite smart. Yeah. Shirt and a tie. Yeah. He didn't. Now, oh, Trevor Weimart, to me, has never come across no, as a not, rebel. Not a rebel at all. Yeah. No, no, no he quiet lad a, from Norfolk. Yeah, turned up in a, in a jumper and jeans. Disorder, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, but anyway, still play because I think you know Robson had in between the the training bit had a chat with him about how he wanted to play. But you know, just think about it. first of all, player going home and having a pre match meal, which is in but then having toad in the <laughs> hole. Yeah, obviously, obviously work, obviously work for him. No, yeah, great, great memories, mate. Great memories, and yeah, I can remember going to that game. Um, it was um, yeah, Lazio played in sort of like the Real Madrid all white. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So now we're going to go forward to 1991-92. Brilliant season. John Lyle's in charge. Yeah. Um, but we're going to look at a different game here. We're not looking at a league game. We're not looking at the FA Cup or league. Well, we wouldn't be in the FA Cup in October, the League Cup. We're looking at the Zenith Data Systems wow. Cup. Um, we are drawn at home to Luton Town. Now, what I remember about this game, actually, that will come up to the main thing, but was that... Luton played in that classic orange away kit. Okay. Oh, I used to love that kit. Well, I used to like any orange away kit. Um, they used to play in an orange... Back in the day, they used to play in an orange circa mid-70s in an orange home kit with a big white flash down down sort of like yeah. the, the one side of it. Yeah. Well, maybe this was their home kit, and I just um, assumed it was their, their away kit. Probably was. They were in an orange kit anyhow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alec Chamberlain was in goal for them. Yeah, former Some, town youth player. Yeah, didn't... Didn't, no, I don't think he played him first no, in first-team no, game no, for town. Play all, no. Played a lot for Watford. Yeah, that Watford. was it. Watford, I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, and Luton, um, they were the early pioneers of Mick McCarthy's Crystal Palace Babes. Um, they, their team oh, yeah. um, was 21 years old. But guess what? Their forward line included Mick Harford, who, in my mind, has always been about 54 <laughs> anyhow. Yeah. Um, so, in this game, 5,000... 750 wow. turned up, so it was a real big game. People wanted to see. They took the lead. I okay. can't remember how. A couple of summer they took the lead, but yeah. um, in the 90th minute, David Lowe equalised. I think it was a free kick in our own half. 
went forward. We've already pushed David Linnigan. He's up front in the... Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I always think of Tony Mowbray. Tony Mowbray. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's up there. Yeah. Flicks it on. Yeah. Chamberlain's coming out and Lowe gets a header. Ah. He gets his head to the ball. Head, head's over. Knocks it past. Ah, okay. So we go to a penalty shootout. We love penalty shootouts. I mean, before we 1991. Don't, we don't really. But, well, well, no, sorry. Yeah. We? We, we love... <laughs> The thought of a penalty shootout. <laughs> yes, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're right. Actually, our record is pretty poor. So, first two penalties uh, are scored. Um, Witten, Steve Witten, he could take a penalty. He could. Yeah, and I want to say they're Welsh international, Mark Pembridge. Yeah, Pembridge, yeah. Yeah, he scored Darby. to make it 1-1. Yeah. And then Jason Dazelle steps up, saved. Yeah, never saw him take a penalty. No. Perhaps that's why. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do now, just so I don't get lost here, if you ever watch Sky Sports News and they're, they're like Soccer Saturday, well, not maybe Soccer Saturday, we had the night game when they'll say, Gillette well, there's Soccer been special. Gillette Soccer Special, that's it. That's another sponsor there, by the way. Yep. Um, and they will have a little tick or cross to show there for penalty. If they're oh, watching yeah. A penalty. So I'm, yeah. Do, I'm doing this. So I've got two ticks, <laughs> then I've got a cross. So that was our second penalty. Luton step up. At this point, I got bored to see who the Luton players were. Yeah. Uh, Luton missed it. Our third penalty, Romeo Zondervan oh, steps up, yeah. bang, yeah, two one, yeah, brilliant, yeah. Um, no other penalties were scored. Bloody hell! What? Yeah. yeah, that was it. I'm just working it out. There were seven more penalties, and Lowe's was saved. Yeah, goodness knows what happened to, Ro- uh, to <laughs> Luton's. Linnigan hit the post. Yeah, sank sank to his knees. <laughs> it's getting pretty embarrassing. Well, this, at this, this is ZDS. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Luton had their final penalty. I think they need to, to keep us in it to take it to sudden death. Yeah. yeah 2-1. And Forrester, he, he made a great save. So we won a penalty shootout 2-1. 2-1. <laughs> yeah. Quality. Ten, ten penalties. Oh, three scored. Yeah. Jeez. Has so there that, ever been a worse one? I'm sure someone will know it. Somebody must have won it 1-0 yeah, after must, in sudden death. Yeah, or must have done. Yeah. Um, so, and everybody says, oh, well, you know, it's the only time we won a penalty. We've actually won two. The other penalty shootout, what people often forget, um, was Shrewsbury away in the yeah. League Cup. I think the likes of Shane Supple were in goal. Yeah, it would I have want been to say Connor Wickham, did he make his... 2009. Not his debut, but he made his first start for us, maybe. 2009, 2009-10. So Roy Keane's first full season. Yeah. So I went back and had a look to see, was there anything that happened in this game? Um, you know, in 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 1991, who was at the top of the charts? Was there any really big story? And there wasn't. So I'm really grasping at straws here. <laughs> it was Shaggy's 13th birthday. Yeah. What Shaggy off Scooby Doo? No, you know Shaggy. <laughs> it wasn't me. No Shaggy. Mi- mi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mister Lover, Lover. Mister Lover, no, Lover, Lover. Yeah, that was yeah. Mister Bombastic. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Shabba. But yeah, it wasn't me. 13. Which, yeah, he was 13. <laughs> And his top hit, it wasn't me. If you asked any of the players, did you score a penalty? Most, uh, it most of them would have yeah. said it wasn't me. So there was a tenuous link. Nice one, um, mate. I'm going to stick with it. So what do we have? We had a we had a win away at Palace. Great win. You yeah. Know, the dual out oh. last game at Derby. Oh, the Lazio game. Lazio four nils and the toad in the yeah, hole. It's good. it's good we got a ZDS in there. And a it's ZDS. Good. Yeah, yeah. No. What was the Zenith date? Was that? What no, was Zenith Data? No idea. Zenith used to do Windows, but I'm pretty no, certain it wasn't. No, nothing to do no. with them. No, no. Data so, makes me think it's to do with computers. Some, oh, big, like some, some well. computer, probably 1991, about as big as this room. Oh, that is a size. Oh, no. I mean, that's four stories now that Ian's put on here. <laughs> He's just making it bigger and bigger every week. Stat machine's getting bigger. 
Um, so I let's go on. To... Have, I think he's going to have actually live gigs with about seating for about four hundred. Yeah, he's extending well, it. If we could get gigs in here, it'd be great. We awesome. could go back to that three-two game with Pete Manuel. So look, birthdays of the week. Come on, who we got? Nineteenth of October. Yeah. Fifty-six years old will be. Can Kevin O'Callaghan? He's only about nineteen. He can't be fifty-six. I know. I mean, Kevin O'Callaghan um, is one of those rarities because he was a signing by Bobby Robson. Yeah. One of only, what, 13, 13 was it, yeah. in 13 seasons? Um, came from Millwall, I remember. Millwall had a very good sort of youth side then, had a guy called Dave Mehmet playing, I think. Mark Kinsella, um, yeah, Mark Kinsella, yeah, might have been part of that. Oh, sorry, Tony Kinsella might have been part of that team, Tony Kinsella, yeah. um, who went on to play for town as well. Um, yeah, good player. Um, surprising, I got, you got his appearances here, 147 yeah. appearances. A good few of those would have been a sub. I haven't, but, yeah, haven't yeah, it would have been yet. a sub. But yeah, pacey sort of wing, and like I said, was um, always to me seen perennial sub of that, which I've said before that nineteen eighty eighty one season. But thinking back, maybe it was him and perhaps Steve McCall at the beginning until Burley got injured as sub. But um, think- yeah, good. I remember him scoring a very very good goal and a really good assist. I think one assist for a Mitch Ray goal against Liverpool. And he scored a very good goal, Mish, I think, Mish, against Mr. Mr. Wall, Wall, yeah, Mr. Ray. Is that how it went? Mish, 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 Mr. Ray. And I think a, a really African, good... Sorry, I'm, I'm keep talking over you here, but I, it yeah. was South African accent, wasn't it? We had to do it, because he was from South Africa, Mr. Ray. Mish, Mr. Ray. That's what I did, yeah. Yeah, I know. And um, I think he scored a really good goal against Wolves as well. It's a couple you, of goals that stick out for me. Mr. Ray in that accent makes me think of, is it the Die Hard films? With one of them, they've got... one of the, they've got Yeah, South Africa, yeah. Yeah, can yeah. you do that again, Mr. Ray? Mr. Ray, yeah. Mr. Love that, Mr. Red. But do you think you know of, that his career? Um, Are we talking about Mitchell Kevin? Uh, Kevin, do you do you think that his career never got back on track after had his arm broken? Oh, because yeah, he had his he's had his arm broken badly. Unfortunately for him, in the escape to victory uh, debacle, didn't yeah. he? By all accounts, and I, I never realised he was a keeper. Robson never played him as a keeper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was all to get that American guy uh, in. Honestly, I don't and know. He, it was over him or Stallone. Yeah. yeah. Can't think he looked like Stallone much, but did Stallone save a penalty? A penalty. Yeah. Uh, my dad used to say penalty, bless yeah. him. Penalty. Yeah. No, I, I think. Um, I think. Yeah, he did in the film. Stallone certainly yeah. did save a penalty. Do you remember what Kevin O'Callaghan's character was in oh, the Stallone? Come on, that. No, I don't. Come on. Come on. I can. Somebody there is, sh- is shouting at their their radio. At Tony, oh right, Tony Lewis. Wow. No, yeah. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah, broke his arm. He he then went to Portsmouth. Yes, he did. He did all right there. Yeah, he did. He was at Portsmouth. I when I think when they got don't get prom- like mid eighties. Well, they were up there. Might have got him. Might have got promotion actually. No, no, they couldn't have got promotion. But yeah, he, he certainly played. At, uh, I'm pretty sure he played at Portsmouth when Mariner was there. Mariner left Arsenal oh, yeah. and went to Portsmouth, and I think he. Um, I think he played in the same team. Fantastic. So our next <clears> birthday, twenty <throat> fourth of October. Um, if I was to say he's one of our own. He's going to be 26. God, I can't believe that. Well, I know he's a bit, bit older than my yeah. lad, yeah. Luke, um, Luke Heim. Yeah, I mean, pff, blimey. You know, that's a lot of games. Though. There's a lot, again, a few subs in there, yeah. but 128 appearances. He's barely played for, what, two and a half seasons? Yeah, and, well, he's... Two and a half, is it? Out for the rest of the, this Till 2017 or whatever, yeah. Shocking luck, mate. Shocking luck with injuries. Um, Keane gave him his debut, didn't yeah, he? And he, he did, you yeah. know, and I... Again, he's a player that divided opinion somewhat you know I know when he was just before or perhaps he came back on the side after one of his first injuries after quite a spell out after I think the playoff season 2014-15 <clears throat> and he was playing in midfield alongside Cole Skews and that 
that that didn't really seem to be working very I mean, well, yeah. did it? Looking back on it now, you think, what, Skews and Heim didn't work? No, not at all. Luke, Luke Heim never had a forward pass in him, I don't think. No. No. Um, and but he did. He, I would say about Louis Box fit got fit. Well, fit. What someone yeah. say he certainly was fit. Fit. Like, yeah. Apparently, um, in all the pre-season tests and that, when when he was fit pre-season, he used to come out top. He was always ultra fit, and he was a bit box to box sort of player. But yeah, fairly limited passing wise. What not? What are we taking in the former? You know, fairly limited perhaps passing wise, but well, like, if we, solid player. I, I like Luke Hyde. I, I quite like Luke Hyde. Do you think Brentford fans like him? Ah uh, well, no, that's yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing. He hasn't played since that, no. has he? Oh, no, uh, no, I mean, judge. Um, um, what do you think is going to happen to him in the future? Because his contract is up, I think. That's a tough one. That's a tough one, and he's out injured till Christmas. Um, yeah, you you got to think that, and certainly looking at the midfield, we've got at this moment, there's not a lot of scope for him there, is it? Really, um, I can almost squad squad at best, and or. Certainly, um, if yeah, yeah, you can see him going perhaps up, well, I, I up, can up imagine, the road. Yeah, I can bit. imagine that you know one day he's, he's driving McGrill. his car. Yeah, and hello, oh, Luke, John, it's John, John McGrill. McGrill. Yeah, who? Well, John yeah. McGrill. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're doing. You know, fans going to Colchester, and yeah, you you can see it, and yeah, it's sad to see you know with the injury, such a you know I can't believe he's twenty six, but you know he's, he's obviously been. Pretty much injured since he was what 20, 23, 24. Yeah. Uh, like we say, one hundred twenty-eight appearances. Yeah, so he's not somebody who's just been you know playing no. here and there. No. So last birthday, of the birthday of the week, um, <laughs> it'll be thirty-nine. Now this person divides opinion. I think yeah. you can talk about Jet. Um, no. Yeah, on the twenty-third. Yeah, I've, for some reason I put my notes the other way, and I thought this can't be right. There's not thirty-nine days. It'll, in October. Be, it'll be twenty-three on the thirty-ninth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> on, on the twenty-third of October, he will be. 39, Jimmy Bullard, 37 appearances, six goals. Two of those goals stand out for me. Well, quite oh. a few of them do. Cardiff, he scored a brace. Norwich. That, yeah. Goal of the game. Yeah. Goal of the 5-1 game. You didn't have to mention Jimmy Bullard. He's the love of my life. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Great song. Yeah. Um, fantastic while he was on loan. Absolute shadow of the player yeah. when he signed permanently. Well, because he, he got his contract and that, that was it. Yeah. Um, Just, do, you, do you think he got a bit annoyed by the wigs? Do you remember all of the? the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Bullard, Bullard wigs. wigs hasn't got any better, has it? Have you seen him on Soccer AM? What he's what he's sporting now with the well, big old David Seaman like ponytail now. Is he? Oh yeah, yeah. What, a proper yeah. proper ponytail. Yeah, pretty much, pretty pretty much going on. Yeah, yeah. he's got something going on there. Yeah, he's on he's on Soccer AM now every um, every every Saturday. He's quite good when he, he they do like skill school and stuff like that. He still he still he still got it. He's pro. Like say pro golfer, yeah, I think he's like a scratch golfer, yeah, and he sort of played on. He's played in like pretty, um, yeah, but he's played on like pro events, not the tour level, but just one or two notches be- below tour level golf. Yeah, he's pretty Decent. useful. Swing a bat, then. really useful. Yeah, yeah. come on. Stan. Um, and <clears throat> he was on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. And he was oh, the he was. favorite until he what did apparently he, he there was <laughs> there was concerns by some of the viewers and stuff that he was bullying. Jake Quickenden. Jake Quickenden. Come on, people. Yeah, people are like X Factor. Oh, I didn't think you were going really to get that. Yeah, Jake Quickenden. X-Factor. Did he win X Factor? No, he was on. I don't know. Oh, he was just on X Factor. What I remember about somebody winning X Factor <laughs> was that I didn't care who has ever won X Factor, so I can't help you any more than that. But yeah, Jake Quickenden. He was in X Factor, and apparently yeah. bullied him. Um, and so the the red hot favourite um lost out. Yeah, the the to viewers who? who won Jake. I I want to say <laughs> um. 
the one who sells the um the the sausage rolls at Iceland. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Another one. No, I don't mean Jason Donovan or Peter Andre. The other one, <laughs> Kerry Katona. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean the woman who sells the sausage rolls. <laughs> I don't know what you yeah. said, Iceland. I couldn't get Morrison yeah. out of my head. Yeah. What was he on? What? Oh, right. Okay. Well, they did that. Not, the first, not, for the first year, they said, let's get somebody in, you know, <clears> a member of the public, and just see what they're like. And, and then they, it was a lady who sells yeah. the sausages rolls in, in Iceland. Uh, Joan from, from Iceland. Joan, on, on Joan from St. Matthew Street. Joan from Iceland. Is it still in St. Matthew Street? I think it could be in, the, in, could be in Tower Apparently, Rampart. there are good deals at Iceland. That's another uh, sponsor. And then I've got at the end here, before we wrap up, I've got some little notes, and Dave doesn't see these until you can't help me. Go on. But I've, I've written H-U-T-H. I've no idea what that means Rob, now. Robert Hooth. Well, that's what I thought. Why have I written Hooth down? Hooth, it's Robert not... Hooth. So in the middle of the night, I'm I'm going to think, ah, oh, that's what it was. H-U-T-H. Something the... Don't Head know, up mate. the... Don't know. Head, no. Don't know. So uh, Jimmy Bullard... I loved him when he was um, yeah lonely yeah it just didn't again it just didn't didn't ultimately didn't work Went to out. Milton Keynes I think I think he did I think did he pretty much finish I think he retired there I believe he picked yeah. up another another injury but he liked the laugh and the joke oh I tell you what you know the if you the see that little cameo of the cel- the goal celebration I think the funniest one is um, is the look he gives Duncan Ferguson when Duncan yeah, Ferguson just right, lamps yeah. someone that's hasn't right. he and he sort of. <laughs> <laughs> You're mental, aren't you? Yeah. You really are, aren't you? Uh, you gives him that look. That's quite funny. And obviously, the um, the Howard Man City goal celebration is is pretty. Well, is that where he gets them all sitting yeah, down? Brown, yeah, Browns, Phil yeah. Brown's manager. I mean, that was that is pretty funny. I mean, let, let's not. He, he was a great player. We, oh. we got him at the end of. Um, you know, we did, but you, you, there was still probably like the goals yeah. that you know that goal at, uh, against Norwich and the goals that he scored at Cardiff. We still had a bit about him. He's a class player yeah. back in back in the day. But he, once he, in in England squad, may play. But he, in yeah. one England squad. I don't know if he actually didn't got on the he, pitch. Perhaps he did. Didn't he famously, um, in the season that he was on loan, did he win Player of the Year, even though he'd only played 16 matches or something? Perhaps he did. Well, that could have been Bart once. Yeah, that may well have been yeah, Bart. Yeah, he, he was player, player of the Year. But yeah, so, um, ran up the birthdays, Kevin O'Callaghan um, on the 19th, Luke Hyman on the 24th, and Jimmy Bullard on the 39th, or that could be the, the 20th. 39th, yeah. or it could have been the 23rd. Okay, mate. I think Good that's stuff. just about done it for this week's Wonder Down Memory Lane. Hope everyone out there enjoyed it. If you remember any of the events we talk about or have any suggestions, please let us know on social media at Blue Monday ITFC, um, at David Diamond 3, Statman, just, well, just obviously Renegade, Re- Statman. Renegade Statman. It's just universal. I can find you there now. Don't forget to hit follow on there and like at facebook.com slash Blue Monday ITFC. Ben, I'll get this in the right order this yeah, week. And remember, ben will flagship. be Ben will be here with the preview show on Friday. I'll be back on the flagship show yes, on Sunday with Benny Boy, which will no doubt feature. And I forgot this before, which will no doubt feature Statman's magnificent, brilliant stat of the week. And with any luck, we'll be back here with more nostalgia this time next week. Over and out. Cheers. Goodbye. Thank you. I'm off for a toad in the hole. <laughs>
It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.